Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 14th, 5.45 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down two and a quarter at 6.90 and a half. November soybeans up eight and a half at 14.87 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up four cents at 8.64 and a half. December Kansas City wheat up four at 9.37 and three quarters. December spring wheat up four at 9.35 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, very much appreciated. Uh, leave me a review on that Apple app if you wouldn't mind. I could use some more reviews there. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, I think we can hit 7,000 subscribers either this month or next month. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Leave me a comment. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. If you'd like some additional information from me, guys, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of charts, graphics, all my grain marketing recommendations. Uh, my subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. Yesterday, I did a review of the new crop U.S. corn and soybean balance sheets, ran through a bunch of different possibilities when it came to uh, the demand side in particular, now that we've got these new production numbers from USDA. Uh, how tight is this stuff going to be? That's the uh, question that I tried to answer yesterday. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, if you want to see this video, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time, no other fee, no other obligation, and nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. The White House is exploring contingency plans related to a possible U.S. railway shutdown. Senior Biden administration officials are in communication with a whole bunch of different companies, ocean shipping companies, trucking companies, air freight companies. They're seeking to determine how to keep the supply chain moving in the instance of a rail shutdown. The Wall Street Journal reports that they are focused on food, energy, and products related to public health. White House Press Secretary, uh, she said this yesterday, we have made crystal clear to the interested parties the harm that American families, businesses, and communities would experience if they were not to reach a resolution. U.S. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh will meet with uh, the unions and rail company representatives today in Washington, D.C. Uh, deals, again, have been reached with 10 of the 12 uh, rail workers unions, two unions still holding out. Those are the Brotherhood of Locomotive Engineers and Trainsmen and the Smart Transportation Division. They represent in total about 66,000 workers, according to the Wall Street Journal. Now, to get a little bit more specific into the uh, grain implications, some U.S. rail railroads will start halting grain shipments on Thursday, which is tomorrow, ahead of a potential work stoppage. This report comes via Reuters. It cites um, a few sources here. There's two unnamed sources uh, from U.S. grain co-ops and then also Max Fisher, who is the chief economist at the National Grain and Feed Association. Uh, Max Fisher said that rail customers uh, reported that at least one railway would stop taking shipments on Thursday. Now, most major U.S. railways have already stopped accepting new shipments of ammonia fertilizer and other potentially hazardous materials. This fertilizer issue is just another problem. I mean, we, we've had fertilizer issues for a long time now, but um, 
you got to keep in mind, fall fertilizer application is not that far away, and a rail shutdown um, could impact that, among a million other things. I mean, this is not uh, just a, a grain or fertilizer issue. This is, you know, every product in the entire country. But as it relates to, to this audience here, perhaps, uh, the fertilizer is an issue. Uh, moving grain from, you know, what I would call like grain-rich areas to grain-deficit areas could be a problem. You've got big feed markets on the coast. You've got ports at the PNW. It's going to be tough to get grain to those areas. Areas. So the implication of a shutdown, I mean, I think it's a cash market deal. It's a basis deal, certainly. The futures market seems like totally oblivious to this whole thing. And I don't know exactly what it means for the futures, and, and maybe traders don't either. But uh, for the moment, I, I don't know that we've seen any volatility related to this uh, potential strike or work stoppage in the futures markets. But uh, yeah, you could see some shipments and some implications beginning tomorrow. So we've got to hope that they reach uh, some sort of deal. Looking at the weather this morning, not really much on the radar, maybe some rain over parts of Montana, maybe a little bit uh, out west, maybe a little bit on the uh, off the east coast here. Next seven days, your rains will favor northern areas, uh, northern Iowa, a lot of Minnesota, a lot of Wisconsin, uh, most of your central and eastern areas of the Corn Belt, southeast going to be dry. Plains may catch some rains, quarter inch, half inch here or there, uh, not anything super widespread. 6 to 10 is uh, below normal to normal rainfall. Temperatures are going to trend above normal at least for another two weeks for the vast majority of U.S. corn and, so corn and soybean growing areas. Winter wheat planting is underway in Ukraine, while early soybean planting is underway in Brazil. Ukraine's Ag Ministry reported that 3.5% of expected winter wheat areas had been planted. The ministry uh, has not provided a crop estimate, but it did indicate that winter wheat acreage was likely to decline by nearly 20% versus last year. There are other groups out there who think winter wheat acreage could be down 30 to 40%. Uh, when it comes to Brazil, well-followed private group Ag Rural reported earlier this week that soybean planting had begun in some areas of Brazil. Uh, planting uh, of soybeans in Brazil accelerates in October. They're going to plant record acreage in all likelihood, could harvest a record crop. You uh, need weather to cooperate for that, of course. Yesterday's CPI inflation print, uh, hotter than expected. The Consumer Price Index, or CPI, rose at an annualized rate of 8.3% in August. The trade expected a number near 8.1%. So the hot inflation print has led traders to believe that the Fed will be more aggressive with rate hikes for a longer period of time. Some people now believe that the Fed could hike rates by a full percentage point next week. That announcement will be out, I believe, on Wednesday next week. The stock market had its worst day, U.S. stock market had its worst day since June of 2020 following the news. The S&P 500 lost 4.3% on the day. That's a tremendous loss. The Dow Jones lost 3.9% or 1,276 points. Uh, the tech-heavy NASDAQ lost 5.2%. So nasty, nasty day in the stock market. I think that this, uh, this probably results in some re-emergence of recession fears and that sort of stuff. The Fed has said, you know, in, in so many words, that they're not overly concerned about pushing us into some sort of economic slowdown and that price stability and uh, reducing inflation is their big goal here. So uh, this was was not good news necessarily at all. The cattle market was lower yesterday. Feeder cattle were sharply lower. Uh, we'll see what develops here today. Uh, there was some light cash trade at 143 in the north yesterday reported. That would be unchanged on the week. In the outside markets, we've got the U.S. dollar lower. Uh, stock market attempting a uh, marginal recovery here after yesterday's big sell-off. The s P's up 13 points. The Dow Jones up 80. Bonds are off a little bit. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil is up 55 cents at 87.44 in the November WTI contract. Have a great day today, guys. I'll talk to you Thursday.